It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. You know, Rich, I have thought of some of the great preachers that we carry on Bot Radio Network and the things that I have learned from them about the Bible. And then I've thought through my entire lifetime, and it's the songs I learned from the time I was a child, and then the music of the church, and it is indeed the word and song, isn't it? Well, it is, and so so many times the music can help convey the message in a special way that brings it right into the heart. Well, tell me this, would you say that is especially true when those singing just as much as those preaching, really have it in their heart to start with. Well, right. You can, you can hear in their voices the, the joy of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now let me ask you the pointed question. When you think of the Christian singers, the Christian musicians, those people who know and love the Lord over the many years that are still singing the joy of the Lord, who comes to your mind? Well, I can't talk about uh, the the guests that we're going to have on the program because I'm going to let you do that, but we have some of my favorites right here. All right, I tell you what, folks, you listen to this song right now and tell me if you like it. Here it is. This world is full of trouble, seems like everywhere we go. We're living neath the shadow of my sorrow here below. Soon we'll see his splendor like we've never known before. Oh, we're waiting for the day when dark of night will be no more. The light of the Lamb will shine brighter than the sun. The great I Am will welcome us, we'll hear him say, Well done. For ten thousand years we'll sing his praises if we just be gone. When the light of the Lamb, oh, the light of the Lamb, yes, the light of the Lamb will shine brighter than the sun. A day will last forever in that city over there. And what a day as finally we lay down our every care. It's the end of every shadow and of every hidden thing. As we stand together in the great glory of our King, the light of the Lamb will shine brighter than the sun. The great I Am will welcome us, we'll hear and say, well done. For ten thousand years we'll sing His praises if we just be gone. When the light of the Lamb, oh, the light of the Lamb, yes, the light of the Lamb, thousand years we'll sing his praises if we just be gone when the light of the lamb oh the light of the lamb yes the light of the lamb will shine brighter than the sun for ten thousand years we'll sing his praises if we just be gone when the light of the lamb oh the light of the lamb yes the light of the Shine brighter, brighter, brighter than the sun. 
Listen to the words of that song, The Light. How do we dispel the darkness? You don't worry about that. You just turn the light on. That's right. And the light of the Lamb. The darkness flees. The Lamb of God. That's what that song is about. It's right out of the Bible. Yes. Well, who are our guests? Well, Dad, our guests are the Dallins, Jerry and Ginger Dallins, some of our favorite people. Well, I'll tell you this, folks. You've heard me say over and over again, I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, And as a very young teenager, uh, hardly even a teenager, I attended Calvary Temple. And uh, what a church that was, because I'll tell you, the joy of the Lord was in the preaching and automatically in the music, and it was just wonderful. And during that time, I met the Dallins. First of all, that was, uh, what was your mother's name, Jerry? Esther. (laughs) Esther. She's been gone to be with the Lord a long time. And your father was Lionel Dallin. And they had a couple of three kids. And I'm telling you, Jerry Dallin grew up to be the singer. And he loves the Lord. And then his wife, she's pretty good, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jerry, Jerry and his family, they were founding members of Souls Harbor. That's exactly right. And, um, And so Ginger and Jerry Dallin... They have been singing all of these years, all of these years, known as the Songmasters. And all over the, the Northwest and Minnesota and the Dakotas and down into Iowa, they have been singing all of these years. So let me say right now, welcome Jerry and Ginger Dallin. We are going to enjoy visiting with you so much. We'll call it a fellowship meeting. Yes, thank you, Dick and Rich. Thank you. It's, it's just a joy for us to be here. And yes, we're we're product of Souls Harbor Ministries. Yeah. Uh, started way back in 1956 singing on their television program. It doesn't seem possible that all these years have come and gone, and here we're we are still singing, and it's a joy to this be down this way. This is our 58th year. 58 years of singing. Now, we've only been married 51. Okay, so you were singing as teenagers before you were married. Yes, we, we were. were, actually. Well, isn't that nice? All right, now tell me, during those years, Ginger, you said, I mean, you've been singing. I don't know how you keep your voice so youthful and the energy and the smile and everything in the music you do. Tell me, is it the joy of the Lord that continues to live in your heart? It has to be the joy of the Lord. You know, and of course, a little practice doesn't help any. So, you know. No, like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt any, right? <laughs> but it, it really is uh, coming from our hearts. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But yeah, it is just wonderful that he even allows us at this time of our lives to still continue to sing. And that was a question about nine months ago. Yeah. I I tell you what, I want you to take us there in just a moment. But I want the folks, well, let's go into that right now. Because since the last time you were on The Complete Story with me, why, uh, you you had a deep valley that you went through. You had an impossible mountain that you had to climb. Listen to me, folks. If you think that life is just on an even straight road, you are not understanding the Bible, and you sure know nothing about life. What had happened between you and Jerry since the last time we were in the studio together? Well, it's, uh, I'll try to shorten it up, but it was the day after Thanksgiving. This past Thanksgiving. This past Thanksgiving. 2016. Yes, and we had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving dinner with our family, and there was 18 of us there. 
And we got home, and Jerry um, felt a little funny at 10 o'clock at night. And he said, I got a little pain here in the middle of my chest. Well, I think it's just, um, you know, indigestion. So and, he, and Jerry is how old? And he, do you want me to tell that? Yeah. Why, why not? I was 78 at the time. <laughs> okay. I am a little older now. <laughs> One year. So here he is, 78. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Jerry, you have to remember, he's the guy that walked six days a week, 30 minutes a day for 30 years. So he was the most perfect specimen. Even his clinic told him that. Oh, of course you come through here. On the outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he did. And he's, yeah. he, later he said Jerry was a real mess inside. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, we had the Thanksgiving dinner. He had a pain. He thought it was indigestion. He took Tums. He took a leave and so forth. Well, this is how the Lord works. So at 7 in the morning now, Jerry was getting ready to go to work with his coffee mug in his hand, ready to go walk first, his 30 minutes, and then go to work. And the Lord woke me up because I had fallen back to sleep after all of that. And uh, I went out to the kitchen, and he said, uh, I said, how are you doing now? And he said, well, I still, I still got that pain. Well, I said, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, about an 8 or 9. I said, okay, let's, let's go. And so we drove out to the first hospital, and I say that for a reason, but they took him in and came right back and said, well, Jerry, you're in the middle of a heart attack right now. And so they took him by ambulance to the second hospital, which, and they said, we think it's a really bad one. So they took him over there and came back, and they t- that's when they said you were such a mess inside, once they saw what it really was. He had a quadruple bypass, but here's where the Lord came in there. He would have gone out the door, and he would have been at Ridgedale walking at that very moment that's that he was shop- in the middle that, of a heart attack. That's a shopping center near right. your house. And yeah. he walks there every day. He, he would have been in the middle of that heart attack had we not gone the other way. So that's the Lord right there. And yeah. then, of course, the next few months, uh, how the Lord really blessed us yeah. and brought him back. Let me say, folks, it always is the Lord if you trust him and let him be the guide and him show the way. Yeah. But obviously, God had something else for Jerry and Ginger Dallin to do. Um, and that's why he absolutely was trustworthy in all things. Jerry, what would you add to that? Well, I just thank the Lord that uh, he's uh, given us the opportunity to continue this ministry that uh, he's allowed us to do. We did take a little time off. We had to cancel a number of engagements, but we are back uh, singing pretty much every weekend someplace. And I just thank the Lord that he has allowed us to be in this ministry. Yeah, you see, let me tell you something, folks. Jerry is uh, in the commercial painting and that sort of thing. And he works and he earns a living doing all of that. But they do what's in their heart, and they love to sing for the Lord. So that's where all over Minnesota, all over, down into Iowa or most any place, while you're on the road singing for the Lord, and that's how God has blessed you. But I suppose your voice, maybe for a while at least, started to sound like mine, which definitely is not much of a voice. How did that all work well, out? Well, it, it's true. I, I came out, and I, I, I just couldn't sing. And so the doctor, with all the tubes and everything, he said, I'm going to send you to a, a specialist, nose, ears, a specialist. And they did find out that I did have a little throat problem and allergies mostly. And, and they fixed me up, and here I'm back singing again. Mm-hmm. And those people that we can't, had to cancel, 
So this was a time of real questioning because really he was near death a couple of times and in ICU very long time. And then after that, he his gallbladder exploded uh, when he was on the last week of his rehab from the heart. And so he was in another five days. So this is a double whammy, you know. Mm. And uh, so I had to say, okay, Lord, what does this mean? Well, he was in the hospital there. I'm questioning all of that. And, of course, we had canceled these dates. And I said, okay, Lord, we always said if the phone keeps ringing, we'll keep singing. Well, the phone started to ring. How's Jerry? How's Jerry? Those churches called back. They rebooked. And we've got so many bookings now. Uh, you know, so we figure the Lord still has uh, room for us. Has work for you yes, to, to do. do for him. Yes. What is your website? or How can people get a hold of you? Listening to this broadcast, I suppose anywhere, anywhere they're hearing this broadcast from down in Texas to California, Indiana, you name it. Where would they find out about your singing? Okay, thank you for that. You know, after we were here last time, we did the same thing, and I gave the information out, and we, I had several calls, and some of the people said, can you come to our area? So I had to write back and say, well, what area are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> so we would ad- advise you to tell us at least where you're calling from. Uh, the um, You could email us at G-D-A-L-L-I-N, that would be Ginger Dallin, but G Dallin at live, L-I-V-E, V is in Victor, dot com. Gdallin at live.com or you can reach us at the Songmasters P.O. Box 41044 Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441 Now looking back God can use adversity God can use the pressure of life sometimes even the loss of a loved one, uh, to make us stronger and make us trust him. And this is a hard prayer to give. Anyone listening knows this, that you're going through a bad time in your life. But the truth is, if God moved the mountain, well, we wouldn't have to develop the strength and the faith to trust him to climb the mountain. So you have recorded a song about don't move that mountain. Tell me about that before we let the folks hear it. Well, it's just like you said. Um, it's That's only by the mountains that we grow in the Lord. And if it's too easy for us, what did you say? That if, they, if the mountains didn't have, would you, somebody said that... Well, I think if the mountain was smooth, we couldn't climb it. Exactly right. Exactly right. And that's what this song's about. All right. Here it is, folks. Lord, here I am again, down on my knees in prayer. And Lord, you promised me that you would always meet me there. Now there's a mountain up ahead. That I can't seem to climb But I'm praying for the strength To try it one more time Lord, don't move that mountain Just give me strength to climb For if you should move each mountain I might grow weaker every time And just as your son Jesus 
of Calvary's hill. Oh Lord, don't move that mountain so I may better do your will. Now if there were no mountains, Lord, I might forget to pray. And if there were no trials, Lord, I might even stray. But I know the higher the mountains, the sweeter the victory Oh Lord, ever remind me That you will walk beside of me Lord, don't move that mountain Just give me strength to climb For if you should move each mountain I might grow weaker every time And just as your son Jesus Took that cross of Calvary's hill Oh Lord, don't move that mountain So I may better do your will Oh Lord, don't move that mountain so I may better do your will. I tell you what, folks, there are two reasons. There are two reasons I love this music. Because I know the people and their heart down through the years to serve the Lord. And also, the music points to the Lord Jesus Christ and our faith in him. Now tell me this, you said that after all of this calamity and everything, uh, why you're, the Lord restores your voice as well. I'm interested in that because my voice seems to be just keep going downhill. But uh, the hardest, the hardest thing I ever heard is people to sing a cappella. Is it possible you could sing a song that would praise the Lord right here in the studio? with no accompaniment. Is that possible? Ginger, I'll you, go to you. You're really uh, reaching here, you know, uh, putting us on the spot. But, yes, we can try this. Um, <clears throat> this, I want to tell you, is the first song we ever recorded as a duet. And we had a picture of the, the Solomon's head of Christ in the background, and then we were walking through a field. And so let's try this. Okay, Jerry, are you good for it? We'll, we'll soon find right, out. The people, the people are going to be listening. Here, Here we, we go. go. My God and I go in the fields together. We walk and talk as good friends should and do. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I go through the meadows hue. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I go through the meadows you. 
were you sing at evangelistic meetings, church services, banquets, uh, weddings? Do you do weddings? We have. Not anymore. (laughs) But we have. How many years have you been married? 51. 51 years. That's a half a century plus one year. We sang, yes, we sang and fought for six and a half years, (laughs) and we got married and sing and fight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, folks. Uh, I want, uh, Ginger, you give us a word of testimony. How did you come to know the Lord? Well, I grew up uh, on Lake Superior, the great Lake Superior that they say is the monster lake, the biggest of the Great Lakes. We and, up in uh, northern Minnesota. Yep. And my dad was a commercial fisherman on that lake. And uh, we, I went to a little Baptist church up there. And I remember we had, I it was in daily vacation Bible school, and there was a visiting pastor there from Canada, uh, Pastor Bennett, his name was. And he said to me one day, uh, well, you know, Ginger, you uh, can't get to heaven by your uh, your mother's apron strings. Yeah. And um, so he said, you have to be born again yourself. And I, of course, I was a little eight-year-old. You know, how, how much sin had I committed by that time? I don't know. But uh, I said, well, okay. You know, I was very agreeable. He led me to the Lord, but you know, it really stuck. And, uh, oh, it, it's been such a wonderful life, and it was... Then I followed the Lord as much as you can as a child like that. And we used to have uh, some friends called the Palermo Brothers who would come up and minister to us, who were well-known all over, actually, the world. And they were two Italian brothers. Anyway, as a little kid from five years on, I would sit on the front row and uh, think, oh, man, you know, as I grew up, I want to do that someday, do that. Whatever they were doing, that's what I wanted to do, not knowing and so uh, when I was 15, I got to sing my first solo. Um, I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. Oh, Remember that song? Yeah, sure. And uh, my dad, who was a strong man, he had been um, a stuntman in Hollywood at first, and then he went up to the North Shore and met my mother and so forth. But I had never seen him cry. But his... And he was sitting right in the center aisle, right on the end. And I remember looking down at him as I sang my very first solo. And um, I church. saw tears in church. Yeah. And I saw tears in his eyes. I uh, never, I've never forgotten that. I was 15. So you know, folks, time. just a moment here. That shows the influence that a parent, mother or father, has on a child. You really are a leader of your family, a leader of your children, and you remember that to this very moment. I I can never forget it. And, of course, my dad, and he was real instrumental in that he was a fisherman, but they always said about him he was a fisher of men. And he was. Everybody who come into his fish store, he would say, say, you need to come to this concert. That's my daughter. Or he had a plaque on his wall, and he would make sure it had to do with salvation. So he was a witness. So we're talking to individual people. We're talking to individual people right now in the radio audience. Because some people could say, well, well, this is what my church believes, or this is what this other fellow believes, or this is what my family believes. No, no, no. It's what you believe. Is have you made a decision for the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, Jerry, give us a quick testimony also. Of well, your... of course, uh, yeah, I grew up at Souls Harbor, being in the church 
well, at the start when I was seven years old. wasn't long bef- after that that I came to know the Lord as a young ch- child, and it's just been so wonderful to be raised in that church. And then in 1956, started singing on their television program, which was in the five-state area. And the Lord has just meant so much to me down through the years. And uh, then met Ginger in 1959, and I just praise the Lord for his goodness to us as a family. And the two should become one, two sides of the very same coin. And you have spent all of these years praising the Lord, singing for the Lord, and being a blessing to his people. Here's one more song I want the listeners to enjoy. Well, you know what I would like at least? Is there another a cappella song that you could sing together? I think the listeners would really like that. I mean, you talk about putting you on the spot right here in the studio. What would that be? What's the title of that? I Shall Know Him. Oh, I Shall Know Him. This is an oldie, but All right. Goodie. All right, folks, see if you remember it. <clears throat> When my life's work is ended And I cross the swelling tide When that bright and glorious morning I shall see I shall know my Redeemer When I reach the other side For his smile will be the first to welcome me. I shall know him, I shall know him as redeemed by his side I shall stand I shall know him I shall know him by the print of the nails in his hands I shall know I shall know him as redeemed by his side I shall stand I shall know him I shall know That's really because I've been kicking around for a long, long time. And when you ask someone to sing a cappella, they'll say, "Oh, I didn't bring my accompaniment with me," or "Oh, I wish that my pianist or my whoever it is that kind of fills it in and everything." When you ask someone to sing a cappella, that is really being ready in season and out of season. That is what the Lord says: be ready to do what you do. And you just do it beautifully right here in the studio. What say you, Mr. Richard? Well, that's right, Dad. You really put them on the spot, but it comes bubbling out of the fullness of their hearts. Yeah. 
I tell you what, give us that address right away quick in case somebody should want to call you. Get some of your recordings and anything else quickly. Cause okay. We're Email gdallin at l-i-v-e dot com. Yeah. Or you can write to us at the Songmasters, P.O. Box 41044, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Five five four four one. All right. Now here is another song I want to close the program with. This is the time I must sing. Wow, I love this. And you folks recorded it. Here it is. I have tasted freedom. I can go where he's leading. For shackles can hold me no more. I have learned of life's essence. And I stand in his presence And sing with my heart he is Lord There are days filled with sorrow And plans for tomorrow But this is the time I must sing And I know there's a reason Why in his own season God gives me a song I can sing Silent ye mountains, ye fields and ye fountains, but this is the time I must sing. It's the time to sing praises to the rock of the ages, but this is the time I must sing. Oh, Rich, we're out of time. This is Dick Bott uh, with this chapter, The Complete Story, with my son Rich as a public service, and I'll see you later.